Welcome to the Rebel and Connect radio podcast, where we connect you with the ideas, people, products, and services that you need to create a truly meaningful company culture on your remote team. Rebel and Connect, celebrating human connections in a digital world. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Another episode of Rebel and Connect Radio podcast. I'm Charlie, your host for today, and I am here with Annette, who is one of our fabulous Remote Work Summit speakers for another Spotlight interview. We're going to hear all about who she is, what she does, where she works, her involvement in the summit, and all the other cool things that she has going on. So you're in for a treat. So Annette, welcome to the show. So great to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Where are you, where are you calling in from today? From Oklahoma City. Very so cool. The middle of the U.S. I have never been to Oklahoma, but I was in Oklahoma, the musical. And oh, still, well, there right, you go. right top of my yeah. brain. It's funny what you remember. I can sing all the words yeah. to the song still. <laughs> well, we're going to have to get you here. We'll get you to <laughs> Oklahoma. Absolutely. Okay. So tell our audience a little bit, you know, I I like to let our guests introduce themselves um, because at the end of the day, you're an expert on yourself and I, you know, I can never know as much about you as you know about yourself. Um, So I know that you have quite a bit of background in in business development uh, and you've been a remote worker and leader for quite some time, but in your own words, just tell our listeners a little bit about who you are what you do and where you work, meaning, you know, for what company and okay. also what, what is your day-to-day environment look like? Okay. Well, I started off um, in corporate America. So I was a public relations, business development executive for several years. And then I branched off. I have an entrepreneurial spirit. So I branched off and started my own company at a fairly young age. It was before I was 30. And um, I what I was doing was contract work, but and I was starting to figure out the common denominator was usually the founder or the executive. And so I started diving into getting all of my executive coaching certifications and training certifications like Myers-Briggs and sales training, anything you can think of. And that really kind of um, just lit a fire under um, the passion I've had for over 25 years. So I have worked with leaders teams and organizations around um, developing people um, so they can execute a strategy for a company and team effectiveness and coached at an executive level and then done a lot around organizational culture. So it's been a passion of mine um, that I um, get to do day to day. So I'm kind of one of the ones that have found what they uh, consider not being work and I get up to do what I love every day. Um, I facilitate two executive women's forums. They meet on a monthly basis. And so it's really just helping those uh, senior leaders um, become better leaders and then also be able to drive and execute in the changing times that we're in. Sure. Um, so I've been doing that for a long time. Um, I've had a company with a partner of mine called Executive Development Associates. We actually acquired that company um, early 2000 and uh, have built that to be um, a successful consulting company where we do a lot of work at the top of a house of an organization. And then most recently, we launched a startup around a platform called SurveySource. And so it's still, it's providing a place where you can get people data in one place so that you can actually 
do aggregated um, analyzation and be able to ask the right questions um, and then know where to invest your dollars around your people development um, and strategy execution. So we do 360s, leadership, organizational culture, that's what some of the products look like. And then I always say anything a monkey can do, we can do on our platform as well. You just get your data all in one place. Awesome. Awesome. Well, as I'm sure you all can understand why I wanted you to be one of our speakers because you have such a great wealth of knowledge and experience and as what you know, and your expertise is relevant. So that's a no brainer why we invited you to be one of our speakers, but maybe you can tell uh, our audience a little bit from your perspective, what it is about this summit that you're excited about and why you wanted to be a part of this community. Um, I think there's a couple of reasons. Um, I'm probably the um, old dog in the new circus. So I've been around where um, we didn't have collaboration tools. Um, you didn't work remotely. You, you know, everybody was in the same office. And I've had to really personally change the way I operate and um, embrace tools and technologies and also learn just how to work remotely um, with you know, team members. And so I've kind of um, had the pain of going through that. Um, and then it really aligns with what I do on a coaching, executive coaching basis. And then to see what you are doing in trying to really build this community um, with your entrepreneurial spirit, I love to support um, other people that are, are doing those things. So, so that, that's it's kind of you know, right in the wheelhouse of what I'm doing um, and where I really see the future of the workforce going. So in just a couple of years, millennials are going to make up the majority of our workforces mm-hmm. um, and organizations are going to be forced to work differently. Um, they're motivated differently and then um, they lead differently and they also have a very um, good command of technology. Um, and it's interesting because I was just reading in uh, the World Forum put out a report and they were saying that since the 1700s to now, the um, they called it the um, output per hour has gone from 100 um, hours um, to 3,000 hours with what um, our workforce can do. So, and that they go through and they show this timeline of how technology has impacted that. So, if you think of a generation that came up that has always known an iPhone or some device and they've always had it in their hand, it's like an outboard brain almost. Um, they work differently and, mm-hmm. and they are, you know, and it just looks different. And so you have a lot of people in leadership still that don't understand that. They didn't grow up in that environment. Um, you know, I have in my office a bag phone, the very first car phone, if you can imagine. I a can. Bag that my you mom carry. had one of and those. You, okay. And you plugged it into your cigarette lighter and then you could yeah. have a phone on the road. And um, so, you know, going from that mentality and clocking in and clocking out and, uh, it's just a different mindset. So what's exciting for me is um, what our organizations are going through with digital transformation, what our workforces are going through. Um, it's really an exciting time because not only is it a change in the workforce and what we're doing, it's also helps organization build revenue because it's the same customer that's buying, you wanting the same tools and wanting to have the same experience. And, and it's different. You know, they, you don't have glossy brochures anymore uh, right. with organizations. It's all digital. So, so that, those are really some compelling reasons why um, I was excited to be um, partnering with you. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, we're excited to have you. So 
Um, I, we've had, you know, those people that are listening don't know, but we're on a zoom call so I can see you right now. And, um, as I've talked to you and got to know you better and met you in these zoom rooms over the last couple of months, I do notice that you work primarily out of an office, but your team has the option to work remotely. Is that what's the cult, what's the remote work culture in, in your, uh, team that you lead? Just curious. Um, we are all virtual, so not one of us are in the same city, and um, most of them work from their homes. Um, I am where if I'm home at my home base, I will have an office um, that I can come to because I facilitate forums and I'm involved in a couple other businesses. I office out of my home a lot as well. Okay. Um, I just I live in a place where um, by a lake and kind of out, so my. Uh, if I really know I'm going to be on Zoom calls or doing something, I come in to where I have a higher powered connection. Sure. Um, but my team, we're all virtual. So we, right um, you know, we, we live by Zoom and uh, we use Slack. Uh, we have a project management tool. Um, and I'll never forget the day they had an intercession with me and they said, Annette, um, we don't do office email. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean you don't do email? They're like, we don't email internally. And I was like, well, how do you get work done? And so we went through literally like a six-month process of me having somebody assigned to me to help me learn how to rework. Because when you have been doing what you've been doing for so long and in working in a way and communicating with the team, I really had to relearn um, and get past the mental blocks I had about doing that. So, um, it's, you know, it's, it's been really reinvigorating for me, um, to really, uh, kind of have to do what I, you know, coach people to do. <laughs> Sometimes right. you're put in the fire and, and you're like, Oh yeah, let me see if I can take my own medicine. Right. Um, so no, so that's how my team's organized. Cool. That's yeah. It's good to know. Cause I know we got connected originally through Annie, who's a member of our Facebook group and is also helping out kind of behind the scenes with a lot of stuff for the summit. Um, and I know she works predominantly from home and is kind of a homebody. So, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, and it makes me happy when I see, when I see team members that are uh, sitting on a beach working or somebody that gets to go to their kids, you know, play in the morning at school. And uh, it's great because I know that they're getting that, um, work-life balance mm-hmm. and they're appreciative of that. And then what I find is you get so much more for people, um, when you, when you allow them that flexibility and, um, let them do the life that they're, you know, why they're working, if you let you support that, it's really kind of exciting. So, um, and we get to know each other on a much more personal basis because everything's transparent, right? You know, you're not having to take a day off and then not tell anybody what you're doing. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I think it's a really interesting to hear, you know, being very, immersed in the remote work community like we are both of us um mm-hmm. you know to kind of hear what people's hesitations are about going remote or offering remote options to their team members because it's like well what if i don't know this person or what if i can't monitor this person or what if this person isn't going to you know play full out if i'm not hovering over them like pressuring them to do their work all day and it's like the more and more i have these conversations with people like yourself who are in positions of leading, you know, distributed teams, that's almost never the problem. (laughs) It's almost never the problem that you don't know your people. It's almost never the problem that people don't get their work done. It's almost never the problem. I mean, if anything, the problem is people work too much and don't unplug and recharge. And that's, you know, of course, why we do what we do with the summit as well as with our retreats, encouraging people to really get, 
get off the grid a little bit. And even if you're going to have Wi-Fi, you can still, you can have an on grid event, but like maybe just don't spend five, six, seven hours a day staring at a computer, like get up, move your body. Like I just got a standing desk that's going to come in the mail. I'm so, so excited. I have one too. Dance and work, you know, dance and work at the same time. I know. So much wonderful experience. And um, I I actually, I think we had originally talked about um, not necessarily setting the theme. Well, you're going to be in the, in the team building bracket of uh, the summit in terms of your session, but we had talked about, you know, not necessarily getting cart before the horse, but doing some uh, polling using your survey source Mm -hmm. technology of the ticket buyers um, to see what they might want for that session. Um, I think it's actually interesting now talking to you this idea about um, how you have to relearn because so many people don't realize, I think, in my experience, what I see is that people don't really understand that remote working is a skill in and of itself, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. a skill set, you know, it's the self-leadership, it's the self-management, it's the, you know, all of those kind of personal things. And then like you're talking about, this technology interfacing. And I think so often what happens if you're new to remote work is that that kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Like I was talking to another uh, colleague of ours, John Elston, who's the author of remote revolution. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's saying, you know, at his company, what they do when they have a new hire is they actually give, they hire the person and then they say, okay, take a month figure out what your life is going to look like as a remote worker and then come back ready to like hit the ground running. But they, they've noticed mm-hmm. that there is such a transition that has to happen to get your home office set up, to reorganize your schedule, to, you know, get a scheduling link, to learn all this technology that they're like, the, we just tell them orient to your new lifestyle for a month and then come and we'll give you additional, you know, you can do your job mm-hmm. because you know how to do your job. That's why mm-hmm. we hired you. <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean? That's yeah. so interesting. So I'd actually love yeah. to talk with you off the off the air about what we're gonna do with your session and, and see if maybe there's a, a piece of like how to how to train new people to optimize their performance. Mm-hmm. That would be, I think, really interesting and it gets kind of lost in the shuffle. But in the meantime, tell our audience a little bit about your presentation style. Uh, are you okay a workshopper? Are you, you know, a keynoter? Like what can people expect from you in terms of style? Should they come to your session? Well, I am not a talking head, so I don't have a canned presentation when I speak and I go and just say the same things over and over. What I really do is try to understand the community I'm going into. Um, I like to do surveys before I speak because then I understand my audience and I'm not speaking to something that they already know, they don't want to learn, you know, and I'm really able to hear what it is they would like to take away and can share um, in that um, aspect. So, and that, that's really my style. Um, you know, I like it to be interactive because people are spending their money and time to come to a conference. I want to be the person that helps give them what they're looking for. Um, and not that, you know, here's the, here's the, you know, a square peg. I hope it's what you want. So, so the interactive um, aspect is very important to me. And the framework I'll speak in is around effective teams. And it's really about the environment. And um, so if you have a remote, re, uh, total remote workforce is one thing. If it's a combined one, there's another aspect. And um, the performance. So how do you really 
track and measure performance and make sure that um, everybody, you know, understands what's getting done and that's being communicated out. There's a readiness um, concept around team effectiveness and then a culture. Um, and especially if you're remote, um, you really have to think about creative ways to build that cohesiveness and that culture. Absolutely. So I'll speak in those terms. Um, there's also a level of if you're leading, it, it, there's some different skills as a leader that you need to have because, um, you know, if you're not very good delegating, um, if communication is not a competency in leadership that you're strong with, you're going to struggle um, with a remote workforce. You mm-hmm. can cheat when they're right down the hall because you can get up and down and go over and talk and show things to people. And uh, you don't really have to really have as much together as you do if you're remote. So mm-hmm. there's things like, you know, in leadership, I think that people need to understand if you're going to lead and um, you really have to figure out a way that you communicate you're consistent. And then also, you know, what are you, how are you delegating things out? Um, because again, like you said, remote, my, my team is fast. I mean, I can barely hit send on something and they almost have it done for me if they haven't already thought two steps ahead of me. And so it really challenges leaders to be really on their game and ahead. And what I love about it is you get to do, like I always tell people I coach in leadership positions, what are the things that only you can do? Mm-hmm. Because that's where you need to focus. And everything else, you know, needs to go to your team. Well, what I have found with the, with the remote team, um, I'm able to focus on the things only I can do for our company. And, you know, they can do everything else. And half the time, they're so much better at it than me anyway. So, you know, it's a win-win. But um, so that's kind of the framework. Um, I think it'll be great to hear from people that are going to attend um, you know, what's going on. And then again, you know, what I love about the community you have is the conversations can continue. Um, I like, you know, I, I'm very much about wisdom of crowds and yes, I have a lot of experience and I speak and, you know, have, um, things I can share, but there's a lot of wisdom that's going to be in the crowd as well. And so I like to really kind of harvest that wisdom and, and have everybody share because it just built a stronger community. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what we're all about. Just finding the ways to celebrate the human, the human side of the remote work. You know, there's plenty of uh, praise for the technology. I think we're all a little drunk on technology (laughs) in 2018, you know, we get really excited. But it's so important to remember that all of this is created by our humanity and comes from our innate creativity and, uh, you know, problem solving and all of these things that are very, very human. And yeah. if, if that gets lost in the shuffle, if the people become an afterthought, like we're just, it's such a loss. So, you know, building the community in a way that, yes, certain people are like yourself are speaking and other people are attending, you know, but recognizing that everybody has an expert hat in their suitcase and everybody has a learner hat in their suitcase. And we're just coming together to share ideas and build relationships and also have a kick-ass good time in this beautiful, amazing place. We're just super excited. I, I haven't been yet either. So it's just going to be yeah, a I'm excited. novel experience. And then before we wrap things up, I know you, you got all kinds of things I'm sure you got to do as do I got to go pick my puppy up from my mom's actually. Um, oh. tell, us, yeah, tell us a little bit about um, anything that's going on with SurveySaurus and if there's nothing like super on the, or any of your companies, cause it's not, you know, the cereal 
um, anything you want to promote and just let our listeners know about as well as how to get in touch with you if they can make use of your products and services. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, the survey source platform, uh, we have a culture survey. So it's an organizational culture diagnostic tool. So if anybody is interested in that, I would love to speak with them. And um, if you would like to do uh, leadership assessments on your leaders, uh, 360, we have a 360 tool that would be great. We also have um, a team effectiveness um, survey that we can help you with. We can do um, uh, reference checks um, that we have a product that does reference checks. And then we also have a, a survey that is a return on investment. So it's a test retest on any kind of a learning environment or course that you may be putting out. And you can test to see what knowledge is known and then you retest afterwards to see if it's being integrated in. So like an example might be critical thinking. You might want, you know, so anytime before you invest in a learning or development, um, you really want to make sure you know how to measure it. So um, any of that, um, also you can get on the platform for free. There's, uh, like I said, there's lots of basic surveys you can do that are free of charge. Um, and then we're um, getting pretty close to having our dashboard, which really kind of shows the aggregated data across different um, uh, data pools. So the culture survey next to the leadership assessments, let's say. So it starts giving you a whole different depth level of what's going on in your organization. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so you can go to surveysource.com and you can uh, find me on there um, or my um, email address is, is, might be a little bit hard. It's uh, at executivedevelopment.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today. Uh, and I will see you in very soon. Yeah, I can't I know. Very soon. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, rebel and connect. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. This podcast is a rebel and connect production. Have you joined our free Facebook community, the Remote Leadership Think Tank? You can find it by searching on Facebook for Remote Leadership Think Tank or by going to bit.ly slash remote work connect, all lowercase. The Remote Leadership Think Tank is a community forum connecting like-minded remote leaders and team members from around the globe. See you in there. Rebel in Connect is a Colorado-based company owned and operated by Charlie Birch, Rachel McGee, and Summer Wyrick. We operate remotely and service clients from all over the globe. For more about our mission, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Connect with us on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can also email us directly at info at rebelandconnect.co or call 970-325-6833.